Welcome to Sons of the Flag Radio, brought to you by Fire Engineering Blog Talk Radio. Our mission at Sons of the Flag is to revolutionize burn care and the quality of life for veterans, first responders, and families. We bring together passionate community leaders, pioneering physicians, experienced military service members, dedicated first responders, and purposeful civilians to complete our mission. Sons of the Flag believes the future of burn care resides in research and development. Our vision is to accelerate the process of testing leading technologies and push them into circulation for immediate use by burn survivors across the nation. As always with all of our shows, we want to start off this evening honoring our fallen brothers and sisters since our last episode and also make sure we take a moment for our fallen law enforcement and military veterans that we've lost since the last show. Lloyd Rudiger, Hal Hanencrath, Bryce Trosbeck, Augusto Akabu, Wayne Brooks Jr., Ian Strickler, James Cleary Jr., Jordan Melton, Jeffrey Norman, and Evan Brown. May we take a moment of silence for them. So, if you want to obviously find any more episodes of Sons of the Flag, um, look us up. Uh, we're on all social media at Sons of the Flag. Uh, you can go to our website at, at sonsoftheflag.org. Um, but again, if you want to find any other episodes, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, or The Gram, however you want to say it <laughs> these days, Facebook, uh, it's Sons of the Flag. And so we're in an awesome time right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we... One, we get to do this face-to-face, which yeah. is the biggest win. Yeah. Uh, but two, we've got a really cool episode tonight. I'm super excited for this. Um, it's been a long time coming. And, I mean, do we need to give a round of applause for our first reoccurring guest? Yeah, back? first reoccurring guest. Yeah. Bravo, Thank you. bravo. Thank you. No, um, we yeah, have. Outside of Ryan, you're the only one who's been on second time. Yeah, and oh, everybody's nice. tired. And last time it was on the phone, this time you're here. I know, I'm finally <laughs> in person. I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> yes, if you don't recognize that voice, he is Sons of the Flags, burn survivor ambassador to himself, Mr. Zach Sutterfield. Hey, y'all, such a pleasure being here. Thanks uh, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming Dude. back on, brother. Yeah, absolutely. It's only taken us a couple of times to get the schedule because my schedule is so out of whack. And, you know, I'm, I, like with Don Graves, I had to make everything complicated. So I appreciate you guys. I'm free because I have nothing going on. Yes. So. yes. I, I'm in my room. I just sleep 24 7. So <laughs> yeah. I, I just woke up for this. Yeah. I'm good. Or is there anything better? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Broke landing from Fortnite to get up here. <laughs> No, man, we're glad you're here. And, you know, last time we, we talked, we kind of spoke about the tragic event that led to where we're at right now. And yep. you've yes, taken sir. on such a larger role, and I want to talk to you about your larger role. Yes, sir. Um, and so much has happened since then, too. Yes, yes so, so much, much has happened. I'm going to let you tell what's happened, but, you know, you've got a couple things going on that people need to be aware of. Sure. Organizations, i got the bracelet on right now. Yes. You want to uh, plug um, it real quick? Yeah, so we uh, have bracelets that are with Charlie Madison Originals. It's a beautiful bracelet that this company uh, made in conjunction with us. So a little bit of the proceeds comes back to help Sons of the Flag, help burn survivors. I think it's an awesome little thing, and it's cute, you know. Get a girlfriend one. She'll love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got myself one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wanted to buy me one, so I bought myself. So. <laughs> if, if you don't know Zach's story, I, one, I'm going to encourage you to go back to our past episode and take a listen to it. Uh, and I know with anything trauma-related, when we start digging up 
past history, it, it weighs significantly, right? Mm-hmm. It makes you revisit things that are probably uncomfortable. And oh, yeah. I don't want to dive too deep into it because right now we can highlight it, but I want to look – let's look at the bright future. Sure. Because the things that you're doing are changing the world. You and your mom and your dad are doing things that are amazing, uh, not just for Sons of the Flag, but for the fire service itself, right? You guys are advocates. You guys are fighting yes, the good fight. Yes, sir. And making sure changes happen. And I think that is a, an important conversation that we have. You know, community risk reduction is the number one thing that, as firefighters, that's what we swear to do, protect oh, yes. and to serve. Yes. And I, I'm just like everybody else. I love fighting fire. But when you hear your story and when mm-hmm. we get to sit here and see what has led after your story – it makes sense that we've got to be advocates for the community. Oh, yeah. And to have citizens like you guys that, as far as I'm concerned, you're a part of the fire service. I know I've talked to Chief, Le- Chief Les Stevens <laughs> at the Texas oh, Fire Les. Chiefs Conference, yeah. and he kind of gave me some insight into some cool things that were happening with you, with this case. And um, I, I just, you know, you guys being a part of Sons of the Flag, being part of the fire service, and also being a part of changing the trajectory of the way the fire service is heading, especially here in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it can go nationwide um, because it's it's some issues that need to be addressed. And it's such valuable yes, information. Sir. It is. Yes. Incredibly yes. valuable information. You know, just real quick, it was, a, it was a fire, an apartment fire in 2018. Zach was one of the victims. Five people killed. He lost a lot of uh, friends that day. Yes, yes, sir. And the tragic events have weighed on him, and, and then – I'm going to let you kind of lead to what's happened yeah. now. So uh, about five years afterwards, we, you know, we're, um, we just uh, did the five-year anniversary this past July 20th, and uh, we finally got a little bit of closure. The investigation's coming to um, a head, and they, they believe they have found a, a, a party responsible. So it's the first time in a long time that we're getting the closure that we need, and we could start that – you know that next healing journey of all right litigation starting this is this is where we're headed and uh we're hoping that we can finally put you know this to rest this behind us and start focusing on the future start focusing on what our mission is what our mission entails and yep. uh start hitting the road with what we really uh want to do when it comes to fire safety yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I don't even want to bring the guy's name up and yep. uh I, I don't think it's worth being on air no um but he was initially i think thought to be a suspect for a while and Mm -hmm. he's just kind of remain elusive and um i'm so thankful that les stevens yes um chief les stevens out of san marcus never gave up on this and uh when i talked with him at the texas fire chiefs conference back in um june i brought you guys up Mm -hmm. and i just told my one from sons of the flag but for me personally what he's done for the family and you know yeah just the milestones that you've achieved these last couple of years, oh, yeah. um, I, I, I think, are amazing. And you're you are a hero in my eyes to everybody else that's going through the same fight. Well, I, I really appreciate you guys are going to make my head so big. I'm not going to be able to walk <laughs> well, through that door. I, I, I'm going to make sure that you cannot walk through that <laughs> yeah. door because we, yeah. we need you to stay here. But I, I think it's important that people understand, you know, when you have such a tragic event such as this, that your life is not done. Oh, yeah. There's meaning. There's more meaning than anything else. You know, early on, and it was in the hospital, I was still, you know, my mom was taking care of me. I was coming to, and I really had this thought that I was like, this is not going to define me. This is is not going to be what defines me. I'm going to define it. I'm going to live a good life. I'm going to be an advocate. I'm going to make sure that – I love to tell people that my goal is to make sure the next generation of college students – 
high school students are safer than I was. Absolutely. And so that's the dream. That's the yeah. mission plan. You know, that's that's my MO right now. Well, and, and you really do encapsulate the not letting something like this stop you and defeat you. I mean, I was I was fortunate enough to come down and, and get to photograph and, and record your graduation. Tell everybody what you graduated <laughs> with. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, major in English with a minor in sociology. And you, it def- I didn't. I uh, just bomb drop it, bombshell here. I didn't graduate college, <laughs> so that's that's uh, the fact that you went Hence through this. The spare time yeah. in the fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the taking it two years to turn the mic upside down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's certain learning capabilities I don't quite just have yet. Um, but no, you're the fact that you nothing nothing stopped you. You yeah. didn't let that, and you didn't let it slow you down either. And um, I, th- I think everybody can look at your journey and, and t- there's lessons that can be taken from, from every step of it. Oh, sure. I think a lot of it is mindset. You know, what you decide to focus on, what you decide to devote your energy to is what you're going to become. If you, if I would have sat in that hospital and, you know, moped and groaned and been so sad, that's, that's all I would have been. But, you know, making the selective choice to like, no, I want to live a good life. I want to learn how to grill and barbecue. I want to learn how to write. I want to date. You know, all the things that you want to do, I wanted to still a- accomplish and achieve. And so that's where, you know, um, I'm living my best life comes from. Like, I am living my best life. I, have a, I, have a, I really enjoy just being able to get to live. So I do want to circle back to <clears throat> when did you get the information about finding, finding out that they had, they had caught this guy? I think it was about 10 days prior to the anniversary, about July 10th is wow. when... I see. It was almost right close enough to the anniversary, yeah. Yeah, and we, we had planned on going down. It was the five-year anniversary. We wanted to go down to San Marcos. We wanted to be with the other family members who lost uh, their loved ones. Um, and about 10 days prior to it, you know, we get a, a call. Basically just, and, and I really appreciated it. It was uh, from uh, Chief Stevens, and he wanted to let us know before... Um, it was out in the media. He wanted to do his due diligence and let us know what had occurred and what had happened. And so that's when we got the call, and that's when, uh, you know, every emotion from the beginning is brought up all over again, you know. It's like day one. Um, and so we went through that, and we lived through that, and um, it was it was a necessary grieving process. But, you know, then we go back down to San Marcos, and we finally get the answers we want and the closure we want. And so um, – it's nice, you know, five years later, it's nice to have those answers and to finally be able to close this chapter on your life where it's, you know, we, we haven't had answers for so long. And now we have them. They're not the answers we want, but it's enough to where we can just say, all right, I, I can put this behind me. I can close that book. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Know? Because, you know, we were sharing and I know your mom and everybody else were sharing, you know, the ATF, oh, was, yeah. you know, the rewards and, you, you know. I, I'll be the first one to say, you know, when you see stuff like that, it's it's hard to pass it along, but it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, word uh, of mouth. Uh, word of mouth is, you know, and, and as much as I hate social media, social media does a hell of a job on getting certain messages pushed forth. And, you know, and I think that's one of the great things about you, your message is being pushed forth. You know, it's a message of resilience and overcoming, you know, not letting the odds defy you. And Oh, yeah. And I think that's the greatest thing because what you just now recently – started becoming a grill master oh my goodness yeah. i mean i mean he, he brought me a jar of jam and so i mean i'm basically becoming a homesteader i'm learning how to make my own alcohol i'm processing meats i got jam I, just 
He's got to learn how to make the jerky. I just and... need the long beard, and I'm there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they're not all that they're cut out to be. Just to tell you that. Itchy, right? It's, Itchy. Only be- it's only because I can't get it up here that I have it down here. <laughs> so the amount of the emotions, obviously, the day of the arrest came out, right? You, mm. you guys kind of already knew what was happening anyways. And then, the, then all of a sudden, basically, a media firestorm, oh, right? Yeah. It's an onslaught. Yeah. Um, Because I I, I typed your name in just to see how many articles popping up, and it's just unreal of what you can find. And, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I'm not sure. I'm sure it is people from all over across the United States, if not the world, reaching out. And, um, you know, I I think that's one of the things that people, when you listen to this, we kind of highlighted at the very beginning, you're reliving this tragedy again. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And now uh, yep. you're back on that emotional roller coaster and you're gonna go up on the ups and you're gonna go on the downs. And how much did it truly affect you? Did it like again, did it really bring you back to that day? Was it the same kind of overwhelming emotions? I know your mom and your dad probably felt the same exact feelings, the same thing. It's just Yeah. That it grief was and that uh, frustration. Frustration, grief. You know, we had more questions than we had answers. Um, it brought up every emotion that you feel over five years of trauma, you know, brought me back to wound care at the hospital of, you know, why did this happen? Why me? Mm-hmm. You know, every emotion that you, I think you can feel, we felt in, you know, a week's time span. So, you know, seven stages of grief, we had seven days to get over it or, you know, to feel it and everything. And, yeah. um, but it, it was, it was cathartic in a way of just having the answers finally getting what we needed and being able to be say oh awesome we have the answers we can move on i can process this you know i still go to therapy every week mm-hmm. and uh, my therapist just helps me really process those emotions in a healthy way and in a way that is conducive to you know making sure that i'm happier you know i don't have to fixate on the person who said it that you know he's gonna have justice served to him yeah. And uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's just I have to let um, the court of justice do their thing and let it let it be. Let the law play out the way yep. it's supposed to. Yep. I mean. and, you know, one of the one of the standard followed up questions is like, where do you go from here? But I think you are an example that you, you've already started. Yeah. Moving on with oh, your yeah. life. Like but you didn't you didn't. It's it's phenomenal that they caught this guy and there's some closure there. But you were. You were like, regardless if they catch him, I'm, I have this life ahead of me, and I'm going to continue to pound away at it. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. there's 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 no there's no waiting for you. There there is no waiting for me. I still got a life to live. I got a family that I got to love on. I got dogs at home that need me. So you know, and I have a job to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I got awareness that needs to be spread, and I think my story is one of those that really hits people. And so, I'm really devoted to making sure uh, people are aware of fire safety. And what has this journey been like as far as getting to go around and talk to people about this? And what, oh. what are some of these experiences and meeting these individuals? It's incredible. It's one of the most rewarding jobs uh, that there is. To be able to, you know, we came back from Utah, shake some hands of individuals who heard of Sons of the Flag, love what we do. We were out there last year and to come back this year and see them so excited and them so ready and willing and able to help in any way. Um, you know, we just started a, a burn survivor peer support group through Sons of the Flag that I lead. And, 
you know, we got people from all over the country who come in and I get to, you know, share some stories with them, provide a little brotherhood and, yeah. you know, a little bit of sense of community and camaraderie. And that's just awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, and so the, the air airsoft deal, man, I saw that video. <laughs> wait, 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 what? The, the airsoft? Oh, am I not allowed to call them airsofts? Air rifles. Air rifles. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm not, I'm not politically correct. I, somebody, somebody went in on me. I think it was my brother-in-law and he was like, they're not called airsoft guns. They are actually actual <laughs> guns do not call them airsoft those like, that's the only thing i've ever heard well you think it's those little plastic bbs that you shot you know yeah, it's a team yeah, yeah. these ones mm-mm. they're gonna hurt they're you. gonna hurt they're, you well, like, I, but they all hurt like hell anyway <laughs> no, I, I, I need to know the story because i i try not to get on facebook very often or any, any social media oh, you but you didn't see the you didn't see the video so ex- uh, no that's why i'm asking they, explain what they got you it is and, it is incredible so a few di- okay so it's an air rifle which is uh, a weapon that's powered by air it's, it shoots a 25 caliber uh, which is what mine shoots at 25 caliber. And basically, um, a year ago when we went out to Utah to for Sons of the Flag, you know, we went out there on behalf of our task force leader, Scott Ash, and we were there shaking hands, kind of telling our story and that kind of stuff. And we were watching these guys compete, and it was just the coolest thing in the world. And I kind of fell in love with it. I was like, whoa, this is where it's at. <laughs> and a few months later, we come home, and Scott reaches out to us, and he says, hey, guys, we want to build Zach a gun. We want to make sure we, we want him to compete next year. And so I'm I'm as giddy as can be. I'm a kid in a candy shop. I'm, I'm so excited. And what they did was they they sent down um, mold and casting. So we took molds of my hands. Uh, they took measurements and all that kind of stuff. And what they did was they built an apparatus that allows me to fire, reload and cock the weapon on my own. So. Uh, this year, when we went up to Utah, I got to go out there to the range, and I competed in the 100-meter benchmark classic. And not to toot my own horn or anything, <laughs> but I got a few bullseyes, and I was pretty proud of myself. I also got to blow some stuff up, so nice. it was yeah. a win. It was a yeah. beautiful time. Okay. I think I did see that video now. It was on silent, it's on silent because I usually watch it at night if I do see them, so it's, everybody's asleep, so I got to be quiet. I mean, it, that was, it, when I saw that video, I was like, that is That's so awesome. fun. And cool. They built you this custom yes. thing so you can so you can participate and yep. and you you're shooting just like everybody else, man. <laughs> That's so awesome. I'm making fast. I'm making them run for their money. They don't want to get uh, beat by a kid with no hands. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They can't they they have to hang their head low when they go back home, all right? And so you you mentioned the the blowing up. Who is what's the group that uh, that was do- that was a lot letting y'all do that. It's called Firebird Targets, uh, and we you know we went out with them, and they're just these little probably like two inches by two inches circle uh, that I imagine is just Tannerite. Mm-hmm. And we went out there and they put these little they're, they're green targets, these green Firebird targets, and they put them out on um, these little um, shooting pads. And so I went out there and I was like, oh man, how. And it can't be that cool, but oh, <laughs> I tell you, you hit that and it explodes. That's that is that is some fun stuff. And I, I was as giddy as could be. I felt like a kid riding a bicycle for the first time. I was just so excited. And I looked back and I looked back and my mom's smiling. She's like, I want to do that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, it really did look like a. a an awesome community to be a part of. Yeah. Like y'all oh, look yes. like y'all were having so much freaking fun, man. That's, you know, that's the cool thing. Like I love, don't get me wrong. I love shooting a weapon. I love going up there. I think it's awesome. But the sense of community up there, you know, these people have seen me two, two times in total, you know, at this competition for a week long. And, you know, these, these guys, these big burly, you know, man's man, they're crying, they're hugging me. They're slapping me on the back. They're so excited. They actually, um, 
when we went down there for the first time, I, I brought my weapon, and the competition had ended for the day. The range was cold. Everyone was getting ready to leave, and I'm there with my weapon, and they're like, oh, did, did you not get to shoot? Zach didn't get to shoot. <laughs> Range is hot. And so it, it's a great sense of community. And I think that's one of the nicest thing there is I got a, I got a brotherhood there yeah. that loves me and I love them and they love Sons of the Flag. So uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I'm already looking forward to next year. Well, that's one of the yeah. unique things, especially about this organization. But the healing process, no matter what, is the camaraderie, oh, right? Yeah. It, you can't do it by yourself. It, it's a team effort. You know, and your family is part of your team, but you got an extended family. Community is so important. Oh, 100%. You know? and, you, and everything we do is important with yeah. our community. As long as we have that community intact, man, nothing's going to stop us. And, you know, that's that, I think that's like you establishing the peer support network yeah. is yeah. huge because you're now the advocate, right? You're, yes. These guys are going to see, these guys and girls are going to see exactly what you're dealing with when you go through and interact with them, they're going to get that sense of bond. They're going to oh, get that yeah. sense of the community with them. And well, I think that's you, fantastic. You get so stuck in it. And, you know, I did. I was in the hospital for so long. You get so stuck in your little four-cornered walls that you only worry about your life. And so the uh, peer support group is to uh, provide a little bit of support to them to let them know that they're not alone, that what they're going through is totally normal. And then also, you know, we have some people on the support group that have been burn survivors for 10-plus years. And they're married. They have good lives. And so, it prov- you know, for me, who's still relatively, you know, I'm not new to the burn survivor world. Rookie. I got a little bit of, yeah, I'm a rookie. rookie. Uh, but I can look at these guys who are 20 years burns, yeah. and they have full families, full jobs. They love what they do. And so it's a little bit of hope for other burn survivors. It's that's, a wonderful community. That's, that's got to that's gotta leave, yeah. open up so many different mm-hmm. doors. Like, you know, we talk about the sense of community, but that <laughs> – Sharing that experience with others, especially somebody who's been recently burned, because oh, I, yeah. I can't imagine when something like that happens, you're like nothing, like everything oh, in yeah. my life is 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 over. But then to be able mm-hmm. to see you, somebody for ten years, somebody for twenty five years mm-hmm. that has surviving cont- and thriving, and surviving and, and thriving. I mean, yeah. it has to change the entire dynamic. And we should mention your mom's, your mother's doing one mm-hmm. with the family members as well, which is. Yeah. It, it, we've talked about this numerous times. It, while there is the burn survivor, there is also the family that is that is being there, and you're you're extremely lucky as well to yes. have to have a family that that was right there with you. And some people, unfortunately, whenever they're injured, they don't have that kind of support group. Yep. Mm-hmm. And to be able to turn to this peer support group and have a different type of family yeah. that they can turn to, and is, that's what's been interesting. You know, I think back to a lot of the conversations that we've had with our past, you know, burn survivor um, uh, guest. It all defaults back to the same thing. It all goes back to community, right? Mm-hmm. Family was yeah. their number one support system through this, whether it be a yep. wife, their husband, or my parents. mom. Yeah, you your, your parents. <laughs> um, you, you've got to have that part, you know. And I started thinking about Shay, you know, when we talked to him. Yeah. Go, again, going to it's not going to define you. You know, he was burned, yep. and his burns got progressively worse, and now he's a world class athlete yep. running mm-hmm. Ironman competitions yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and you know and as somebody who got to go around the world with him let me tell you he doesn't up. He nobody does. wants to hear it anymore you got it tattooed on your body did you see that little t- subtle t- humble yeah. brag I'm not yeah. bragging yeah. or anything yeah. uh, <laughs> we see the tattoo we know what you did seriously though, I That's mean awesome, he though. he did not stop on it, like there was there was no. no pause for that man oh yeah and I, I I don't remember if he was one of the people who so, so unfortunately some of the group uh, got confined in Colombia and I'm not sure. I don't. I don't think he was one of those. But um, the 
those guys, they, I, there was there was no quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no such thing. Well, you know, when you go through something so, you know, for me specifically, when you go through that trauma, you know, burn 68% in the hospital for 18 months, you don't want to quit. No. You want to live. Yeah. You want to hike those trails. You want to go see that waterfall. You want to, you know, go through that suck of, yeah. you know, yeah, my legs are tired. Yeah, I'm tired, but I'm alive. Yep. How Hell awesome yeah. is that? Hell no, yeah. absolutely. And, you know. I, you know, I look at you, and you are just in line with Shay and all those other ones that we've interviewed because your mission is – it's already started. You know, Landon talked about a minute ago, you know, what do you do now? I think for you it's about, well, what's next? Yes. And I, yes, I think sir. that's been the coolest thing is about what is next, you know. And you've got – again, we can talk about Brighter Than the Fire. Yes, sir. We can talk about the – what's going on there. You know, we've already highlighted your peer support. Let's, let's, let's dig into that. Let's dig yeah. into the Brighter Than the Fire. I'm the the symbolism behind it, the symbolism behind your logo, sure. and 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 the purpose driven aspect of it. Can you just just walk us through it, sure. front to back? So, bright in the fire was uh, it was founded with the idea of the last time I ever received any sort of fire education. It was fifth grade. A man in a dog costume came to my class. Sparky, Sparky, yeah, mm-hmm. came to my classroom. Uh, taught us stop, drop, and roll. Told us, you know, plan your escape. Plan your escape. You know, if you think there's a fire, touch the back of the door handle with the back of your hand. Right, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really pertinent, great information. And I love that they taught it to us. But it is not you, the, the the next time that you receive any sort of fire education in your life is when you're in a retirement home. So there's this huge disparity between the age of like 10, 11 years old and 65 to 70 when you're in retirement home. And I feel, you know, this is me, I feel like one of those times that it really needs to be driven home about fire safety, looking before you lease, all that kind of stuff, is when you're getting ready to go to college. Mm -hmm. For me, going to college was I wanted to get my degree, I wanted to party with my friends, I wanted to have a good time. Not one of those things was, is the place I'm staying safe? Is there adequate fire suppression? Do I know my exits? Do I know my routes? I was more worried about 16th century British literature and Shakespeare, to be quite honest, than I was um, fire safety. And so my mission and what I'm really passionate about is re-educating those high school-age kids. Like, hey, go to college. Have a great time. I love that for you. However, you know, when you're looking for dormitories, when you're looking for places to lay your head down at night, let's make sure that place is safe, you know? And I'm hoping that if we continue to do that, if everyone is – Make, make the public knowledge so readily available and aware that, you know, maybe we can make buildings safer. Mm-hmm. That's that's all we can hope for. Yeah. No, and I, the, and the, the logo. I, I, yes. When y'all told me about – since I get to do all the back-end stuff <laughs> and, and, and kind of the cre- little bit of the creation side, when y'all told me about this logo, I was just as, – as somebody who creates, I was just like, that is – it's, that, it's brilliant on so many different levels, and I just absolutely love it. It's a beautiful logo. My mom and one of her design friends from college, they sat down together, and they, they, they put this together, and it's a beautiful logo. It's a, it's a, um, a bulb, like a light bulb, uh, but it's got a flame in there. So, you know, it's that idea of knowledge, you know, leading the way. But in the flame, there's five peaks, and the five peaks are for the five victims that passed away in the wow. iconic village fire. So. Um, it's it and just it like just in that you're keeping their yeah. memories alive. They're, they're still with us, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want their names to be forgotten. You know, their their family's still around, and so a large part of what I do is for them and for my roommates and for my friends that I lost. And so I got I got I got them with me, and I know they're watching over me. I know they're proud. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, and you can find 
brighter than the fire on Facebook. Um, I'm on the site right now. It's and visit it's visit truly, visit yeah. uh, uh, sonsofthefl.org for for more information as well. Yep. Um, the yeah, it's not something that you want to miss out on by any by any means. You know, you, you nailed it. You know, being in the fire service myself, and it's funny that I just had this conversation with this. The, you know, when when I was asked to speak today before I got here. Um, on the community risk reduction side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think most fire, I, I, I don't, most fire departments, I think have the best intentions, right? They're, oh, yeah. they're working hard, um, to ensure that the community is safe, right? It's not mm-hmm. just the fire department, but it goes back to the building officials, the city yep. officials, everybody's got some sort of role, right. Mm-hmm. in adopting certain codes, NFPA, ICC, whatever it may be. Um, but you're, you're right. And the fire service is missing that gap from fifth, sixth grade. Yep to the seniors and even the seniors depending on what community you're in is if even they're getting the right information right sure so you know we've become trying to become a little bit more involved with our senior community through our senior center but we're there's a gap Mm -hmm. right and what do we tell kids we tell them hey take this home draw your escape route with your family and make sure you have a plan yep well, well I, yeah, I got an eight year old, a six year old and a three year old. Let me tell you right now, I've never heard a damn thing out of their mouth about coming home. And I know that they get the same education and curriculum that I put forth, you know, in the, in the thing. And so we're missing an opportunity. Yes. Right. Brighter than the fire. We we're missing that opportunity to change the trajectory and the way that people view things and make certain changes that happen. Right. I saw that you had shared on one of your pages about the dormitories. They've got to have certain standards in place. Yes. You're paying so much money to go to these damn colleges. Oh, yeah. They've got to invest and ensure that these things are properly up to code yeah. because your parents have paid their money mm-hmm. and everybody has invested into this. We can invest in a damn football team, but we can't yep. invest yep. in a safe damn yep. dorm. And that's what shit pisses me off. You'll spend hundreds of millions of dollars on a new football stadium. However, your students are living in squalor. And the yep. damn stadium is going to fall apart anyways yep. if you're here in <laughs> yep. some of the neighbors and around have, here. And more than half yeah. the time, your team sucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? <laughs> but, no, I, I, I think that your mission is is true, and I think that your mission is heartfelt. And I, you know, and I think that you guys need to go to their page – and then talk to Zach. Talk to DJ. Yeah. yeah. DJ's his mom, by the way. We I don't think we've said it in the past shows, so you gotta go back to SonsOfTheFlag.org or YouTube and find this video. The but one that I the one that I really love is your the recovery page. Yes. yes. I love your recovery page. What what uh, uh, Zachary Sutterfield Recovery mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yep. I, um, I love I love seeing the information that comes across that page. And very much for me, that is that and this just this just shows how you've subsumed this identity of, of wanting to take care of people and share information. That one is very much brighter than the fire too. Your yes. recovery page is very much yes. brighter than the fire. You know, on brighter than the fire, we do, we talk about a lot of fire safety, building safety, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But that transcends to uh, Zachary Sutterfield's recovery page yeah. because you know, the thing is I am recovered. I'm doing, I'm living a really great, wonderful life. And so now the recovery is fire safety. It's yeah. education. Education is power. Knowledge is power. Bingo. And the more that you know before you go, the better you're going to be, the yeah. safer you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know I, I think even the simplest of things, you know, like you said, knowledge is power. Educating individuals to check smoke detectors. Yes. By God, we tell you to te- check oh it once goodness. a year on your birthday or something. But but how do we follow up? I mean, how do we mm-hmm. really gauge that people are doing this? You know, in, our, in my community that I work in, I am ecstatic because that's the one thing that we push forward. Is a smoke detector program. Mm-hmm. Is it taxing on our guys? Absolutely. Sure. But you know what's more taxing? Putting out fires 
taking you guys to the hospital yep. and then having to watch and endure y'all's burn recovery process. Yep. That's even worse. Oh, I couldn't imagine. Because, you know, that's the other thing. And I like to say that, like, trauma is like skipping a stone on a lake. What it causes is ripples that other people are going to feel. That trauma is going to be felt by your parents, your family, your friends, the firefighters who couldn't do anything. So, you know. That's a great way to put it. That is absolutely. a really great way to put it. Because I think about, the you know, your previous story, you talked about the EMTs that yes. responded to you. And I still think about, you know, you talking to her. Ellen. Yeah. yeah. And oh, She was at your graduation, correct? Yeah, she was. Yeah. yeah. And just. Full I, circle moment. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, just thinking about. How did she go home that night? Oh, sure. And then what has she dealt with for the last five years? I mean, there's calls that I still can recall that have affected me. Well, I think about the firefighters, too. That f- the fire in my apartment was so bad that they had to go on the defensive. Yeah. You have these guys who sign up for it, go to college, go to school, so that they can be run into a burning building and save people. Mm-hmm. However, that building's so unsafe that we won't let you. Yeah. They can't do their job. They have to go on the defensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it hurts them, too, because they their entire job is to help people when mm-hmm. they can't. And they can't. Yeah. And with yeah. that specific instance, they couldn't. That's yeah. why, you know, it's important that bureaucrats get on board. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like every other fireman. I love fighting fire. Sure. I, I, I truly do. But the, the unfortunate thing, there's always consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody's losing something. Somebody's getting hurt or possibly killed, right? Yep. There's a huge consequence. But – the sense it goes back to the service side right i love serving other people i want to make sure that we're doing our job to keep you safe if we can make an offensive push and get Mm -hmm. somebody out of there by god we're going to do it but also we swore an oath to uphold and keep the safety of everybody so we need to be involved with these types of programs and the education side and i I, you know i think we're missing and i actually i'm going to say it's getting better because i i do see on social media because i have to manage some of our city pages but i do see a lot of local entities now being extremely proactive at least in our area on the fire safety side right yeah. they're pushing forward the smoke detector checks they're pushing okay. forward the co you know the co detectors mm-hmm. they're pushing forward you know hey let us come check your house out right yeah renter's houses like you said earlier what you're about to lease find out what you're find about out, to lease yes. find out what you're yeah. about to lease yeah. yes make sure that it's safe and the other thing too is if we can make you know Firefighters' jobs isn't just to put the wet stuff on the red stuff, right? It's a lot more of making sure the community is safer. So if we can mm-hmm. make sure that buildings are safer, if there is a fire, firefighters can respond accordingly. Correct. They don't have to just go on the def- – because, you know, if a building's on fire and the building itself wasn't safe to begin with, firefighters can't go in it. Yeah. They yeah. can't respond. They yep. can't go in and try to save people, mm-hmm. which is a large part of what firefighters do. And we've had and how, many, and how many? I was about to say, how many firefighters have we interviewed that their injuries came specifically from yes. a building that was not up to code or yep. or had? Well, uh, think about the line of duty deaths that we've had. Black I, I'm, Sunday. I'm not. I'm not going to list mm-hmm. a lot of them, but there's a handful of them I can go off the top of my head that were due to dilapidated structures yep. or out of date structures that or a, the or gr- mount groundskeepers weren't keeping or up a with. Or tenant trying yep. to make extra rooms where there sure, shouldn't be rooms. Sure. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're still dealing with that. Even in my little city, we have a house in the city that's being rented, but it's now a four-room four um, community, what do you want to call it? Not a halfway house, but it's elderly people that sure. are in here, and we never knew that was here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, 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 stuff like that happens, right? Mm-hmm. So the other thing is, you know, we can complain and complain and bitch about the bureaucrats and, you know, the code, but it's also the human side. Yeah, it's a lot of human error. The human error is to me the biggest problem. You know, humans yeah. have the ability to make change. Oh yeah. 
We're pretty just, good at it. You're pretty good at it. Yeah, and you're doing, like, just like you said, all you got to do is look at what you guys are doing. Your family is doing, making changes happen. Mm-hmm. You're making waves, right? Not just ripples. You're making waves. And I think the human error side is the worst part about it yeah. is that because we make a lot of stupid mistakes, yeah. right? And it's just inadvertent errors. But I also, if you can somehow get some – Pre, you know, pre-assigned checklist when you start going through these houses or what you're about to rent oh, or where yeah. you have to live. Oh yeah. Eliminate you slowly eliminate the human side. Yeah, and then if you can eliminate that, then it goes on to the landlords, the owners of the building, mm-hmm. and so, it, you, you know, I tell my parents this all the time. If I would have known before I leased, I wouldn't live there. Yeah. yeah. But it was affordable. It was next to the campus, and that's what I was looking for. Yeah. I was just looking for a place that I could walk to campus, walk to a job and get to where I needed to be at a certain time. I wasn't looking for fire safety. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very it's just, it's just so important that we really educate the masses and kind of get out that message so that, one, our students are safer, our people who live in multi-residentials are safer, and then also our firefighters who are first responders who, you know, they hear that call and they come running, that their life is safer too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you shouldn't have to compromise finances for safety. Like this idea yes. that... And I completely understand, you know, whenever I was younger, it was like, man, I've, I've got to find a place that's $300 a month, maybe, yep. yeah. and I'm not going to be in the safest neighborhood, but I also know that I'm not in the safest building as yep. well. And you shouldn't have to sacrifice that. I shouldn't have to pay more to make sure that your building's up to code yep. and that I'm not in danger of, of you know, being trapped if, if there is a fire. It's it's just, it, it, But it's because, like you said, the bureaucrat – there's, there's so much red tape. There's yes. so much red tape. There's so, and there's so little pressure on yeah. them to chop it down. Well, the public knowledge isn't there. Yeah. It's you not. know, like I think of um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. What was it? Mad. Mad. Mm-hmm. Mad. There was this public knowledge, this public outrage they had, commercials, and then, you know, you, you gain that public knowledge that senators and congressmen are like, oh, this is a real problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to address that. It there There isn't the same Mothers Against Fire-related – you know, there's not that – catchy jingle right right. there isn't that public knowledge and public awareness and so that is what i feel is so very important when it comes to educating the masses is Mm -hmm. making sure that they're aware yeah you know aware of what they're signing up for aware of what they're leasing aware of what to look for my goodness what to look for when you're getting a building yeah yeah which i should mention uh one of the projects that we've talked about doing with zach is uh, one of those informational deals and and we're gonna have to we're gonna have to wait wait a little bit you know time time and all that kind of stuff but it, i think it would be really interesting and hopefully something like that comes out of it we're yeah. building that pressure and mm-hmm. which let's just let's just make it clear sons of the flag in the last 10 11 years that we've been around has made massive strides and oh, changes yes. and bringing awareness yes. to people and and just all across the country and and i think it this is the. I think this is the new. We have our surgery base in Tampa. Mm-hmm. This is our new. This is our new atmosphere. Yeah. Let's spend the next five, ten years and, and drill this thing home. The nice thing about it is, you know, if we create a public awareness and a, a public knowledge of fire safety, that makes our job down in Tampa a whole lot easier. Oh yeah. Because does that stop fire-related injuries? Does that stop fire-related death? Mm-hmm. Does that make sure that our surgeons down there, you know? don't have to do as many surgeries because not as many people are going to get injured. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. 110%. Well, it's, it's as with everything, it's, it's, you know, a step by step. And one thing at this mm-hmm. end, simply making sure that the houses are safe, simply making sure that you know how to use your fire extinguisher yes. changes, can change so many things down the line. Yeah. And, and it's just, if, if we can get to 
the individuals. And to talk about going to these schools, we talked about it a little bit. Which schools have you been to? Um, what, what's it like to just get in there? And, and, I love it. Just share I your message. Love it. It's awesome. I always wanted to be a teacher. Like my dream when I was uh, in college was to be a middle school teacher. I wanted to. That sounds like a nightmare. I know. I, uh, I was actively so excited about it. I don't know what part of that is a dream. Yeah. It, yeah. No, it's it's. If you wonderful. had a student like me, I would be. I would be so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I. We've been to a few schools. We um, we've talked to them. There was one, and it was an accelerated school where, um, I golly, I wish I could have done this in high school. Um, by the time they graduated high school, they already had a two-year degree. Yeah. So it was an accelerated program. And we talked to them about looking for lease laws. We talked to them about these things. We talked to them about fire safety all over again. And they, they mentioned, they were like, yeah, the last time we mentioned got anything, we got a coloring book from Sparky about fire safety. And I went home and talked to my parents about it. But we never – we made a plan. We never executed it. We never, you know, practiced a way out. We never practiced you know, doing that. And so it's it's getting in there and, and telling these kids, it's like, hey, you're about to become an adult. Mm-hmm. You're about to, you know, take on student loan debt. You're about to get into the real world. One of the things of the real world is that sometimes it's a scary place. Sometimes it's an unfair place. And that includes um, fire safety. Yeah. You know, uh, making sure that they're aware of what they're getting their their hands into. Yeah. When, when you go into, like, any kind of firearms training, one of the things they talk mm-hmm. about is situational awareness. And it's really it, – it, some of it just boils down to that, yep. being aware of the the, situ, the scenario that you're in. What it, you're about to sign a contract paying X thousand dollars a month. Good money. Make sure yeah. that they – like, you can – and you can hold them accountable. Yes, you can. They can – they have to be held accountable. Yep. If, if you're not getting those – if you're not getting the, the letters on your door saying that, mm-hmm. hey, we're coming along to, to test your – to test your uh, uh, smoke, detectors. smoke detectors, tell somebody. Raise awareness. Raise awareness yeah, raise about it. Because they sh- you're, you're paying. They should not be able to get away with that. Oh, yeah. If your fire extinguisher doesn't work or it's not accessible, say something. Uh, uh, you In every uh, apartment, you should have on your fire extinguisher an expiration date, a use-by date, and that should be something that you check for when you get in there. Yeah. Is this serviceable? Yeah. Does it need to be exchanged? Does it, do I need to get – you know, those are the things that need to be addressed. Yeah. Well, and I can tell you, if I if I hadn't been working with Sons of the Flag at the time that I got my, I wouldn't have checked. No, that's just not something that no. I ever, you know, I I remember it and whenever I was younger, but it's never something that's dawned on me because you never think that it's going to happen to you. Yeah. That's the thing. I call it the main character syndrome. Nothing ever, nothing bad's going to ever happen to me. Yeah, like yep, Why right, would right. anything bad happen to me? I'm the main character of my life mm-hmm. until something bad happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? You gotta save these phrases because this is what I want this. This is what I want that series to be. About. It's such a great phrase, main character syndrome. Like, yeah, that's a that's like a month of videos that we can oh, do. Yeah. You see it all the time driving on a highway. Oh, people yeah. swerving in and out of traffic. Nothing bad's gonna ever happen to yeah. me until it until it until does. It and, does. And in the middle of it, you're like, I'm not the main character. I'm not yeah. the main so, character. There's yeah. somebody. There's yeah. somebody else in the leading role. Apparently, they are. <laughs> No, so we've talked about you know some of the stuff going on. What what is next for you? What it, you've already accomplished college? Yes, uh, college graduated, got that done. You've got several programs up and running. Uh, programs up and running. I think what I'm I'm really uh, motivated with is um, it, it's this it's this right here. It's creating community. It's creating awareness. It's speaking. It's going out and telling my story and you know creating that public awareness. I'm really really passionate about this job and what I do and it, it encompasses everything so I'm hoping that in the coming year we can speak to a few um, schools 
Um, I have uh, a little thing in um, in my hometown where we're hoping to speak to the university there and then hopefully get into, because my university is in the Texas Tech school, the system of school. It's like the, yeah. the stepchild of tech, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping if we can get to Angelo State University and speak to their incoming class of freshmen, then maybe tech is like, oh, I want him to come there. And if yeah. tech does it, you know who else is going to do it? Everybody. Tech's rivals want to do it. And then, and, and then if we start in Texas and spread the awareness, I'm hoping that it can, it can reach out to other states. And what a perfect time to get to them yes like when, when you're when you're finally out of the house with your parents and you are on your own you do have a sense of invincibility oh it's yeah just how you're I, I guess just how you, i certainly did just how your brain works and it's a perfect moment to kind of bring people back down to reality and also let them know that it's it's okay to live down here in the reality yeah, world it's too okay. like you, it's you, nice down here the weather's great yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it is something that it in you're you're getting them right as they're starting a new journey and you're preparing them for that oh, yeah. journey. Dude, when I when I first got into college, I had so many packets about X Y and Z, healthcare, you know, uh, get your meningitis shots. Get your meningitis shots. Don't drink and drive, you know. Here's the Uber number, here's the call, you know, all that kind of stuff. Not once did I receive anything about fire safety. Yeah. Which yeah. is so important. You, yeah. You know, I'm just sitting here thinking he his story is just so powerful right and again you're you, we need to start pushing the narrative about what do we all do next it's the fire especially at the fire service side mm -hmm. you know i this is just me thinking that you need to put something together and maybe try to speak at fdic or, i would yeah. love to or teeks because you have a message that people need to hear i mean you're coming from a side that we're preaching firefighter rescue survey we're yes. preaching all this stuff yes. you're a victim and you are not even want to say a victim i hate that damn survivor word. A survivor thank you you're a survivor and you're a part of that statistic mm -hmm. let's talk to the people that are statistics let's oh, talk yeah. to them that we're, let's get those stories out there let's Show hear them. from you guys you know and as much as i love the i mean we make we make time for the coffee guys we make time for the people who sell the leather leather caps yes. oh, yeah. you can you can make time to hear true true life stories i, and oh, I yeah. think that you have such an impactful statement and then your vision and what you guys are wanting to do is huge for the how how else do you get your message out then go to the epicenter of all firemen yes and say look man that's the dream. I survived. That's the dream. I'd love because it's you know it's one thing firefighters. I you know I don't want to speak on behalf of all firefighters, but they get in the service to protect their communities. Yes, they get into the service to make sure that their community is safer. And I think if they got to see someone who was you know badly sixty eight percent, I was burned sixty eight percent, who is out there trying to spread the message and make it a little bit safer, I think that they'd be very apt to work alongside us. You know, if we can get firefighters from. Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Texas, you know, on the same page. Yep. Oh, yeah. That causes a public Because you, you have, you know, in the fire service, right, it, it's got its groups here. Mm -hmm. it, you've got a message that resonates, I think, through all groups, right? Mm -hmm. Those who me who love being aggressive, love firefighting, Mm -hmm. You have a message for them. Look, I want to make it safer for you guys to do your yes, job. Yes, I want you to do your job. I, I love firefighters. I, I want you guys to be able to get in there and push, push, push to find my friends. I want you to find yes. my family, and I want you to get in there. I want you to search. I want you to get those hose lines. And I want every incident commander to understand that there is a priority here. Do not mm -hmm. put off a rescue just because you think it's bad. Get your ass in there, and if you have a, a safer environment, yes. it's again giving the firefighters the opportunity to do our job. Mm 
right? And again, goes back to tying it into the building officials and city managers and everybody else that's involved in these processes yes. that we all get on the same page because we have to because everybody hears, well, fire safety, this, oh, oh, I make hard push. No, shut up. Yeah. You're, you're, you, we're all the same. We all got in the fire service to do the same damn thing, right? Mm -hmm. We're all pushing down a hallway. We all want to make the hard push. We want to feel the heat. But by God, there's somebody at the end of that and a fire started somehow. Yes, the fire. Yep. So make it safer for everybody inside. And we always talk about making the survivability, right? Mm -hmm. Putting a line in place to give our victims a chance. So let's make our buildings better to give our victims a chance. Give our victims a chance. Give our firefighters a chance. Give our first responders. Mm -hmm. You know, give everyone a chance who, you know, my fire happened at 4 o'clock in the morning or wee hours of the morning. I yeah. was fully asleep. I had no chance. A lot of people did not have a chance that morning. Uh, Five of them did not have a chance. Yeah. A lot of people did not have a chance that morning. And all, all I'm saying is let the next generation of students have a chance. Increase the awareness. Increase the education. Yep. Let there be a public knowledge of building safety. Yeah. Yep. No, I agree. I agree 100%. 110%. You know, even speaking at, you know, Teak's Leadership Symposium, you have a message of leadership, right? Yeah. You, you have a, 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 an extremely powerful message on what it takes to have the tenacity and the resilience that most people just lack. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're doing it from a different viewpoint, from a different point in your life than what most people are accustomed to hearing. Sure. You're, you're doing it from a survivor standpoint now. Well, it, it starts with us. Yes. Everything starts with us. Our motivation uh, causes people to get involved. Um, you know, for me, it comes from within. It's, 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 it's emotionally driven. It's physically driven. It's, you know, my MO in life. But it, it, it really does come from within when it comes to fire safety and, and um, building safety. It, it really does come from within. And I think firefighters are all the same there, that it, it really does come from within for them too. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I mean, I, I love firemen. You know, we're a big, goofy group of individuals. <laughs> y'all are pretty good. Yeah, yeah pretty you're cool. all right. You know, I, I, you, Except we, when y'all write in my notebooks. Yeah, y'all are pretty good. <laughs> 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 oh, <God. laughs> I was Very not first there. Experience. I Very was first not experience. there. I was not Shout there. Out allegedly, Nathan. right? Shout allegedly out Nathan. not there. They, I, there was no way. I was here in Texas. They were in Portland, yeah. so I was here. So I shout, was. shout out Nathan. And yeah. To be fair, he thought it was birds. I just mm. so happened to get a message for birds. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I think again, you know what you and your mom are doing, and your dad, y'all are, y'all are changing the world, man, and. It's I, only going to get better from here. It's, it's, it's that's all to we can see hope this, for. To see the impact that y'all have already had. I mean, the first the first time we had you on, the reception was yeah. phenomenal. Now that we have you here, and for a second time. Yep. Oh, yeah, sorry. And <laughs> it, I think it's going to be hearing this message from you, seeing how you've overcome, having the peer group going on, mm -hmm. and starting – Hopefully we can start that series where we start really informing people and just mm. build, 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 build. I mean, the, you may not know that you've changed these individual lives, but be, believe me when I say you changed mine, I know that for a fact. You've, you're going to be changing lives. I, mean, I wear your bracelet. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, appreciate, I appreciate it. Thank you. I, I tell people, or me, mom and dad and I talk about it all the time, and we, we say to each other, if we can save one life and never know it, we've done our job. Absolutely, man. If we can make one person safer – We've done our job. 110%. So if people wanted to try to book you to come speak to their kids, their mm -hmm. I don't want to say elementary school, middle school or high school or incoming college classes, how can anybody get a hold of you? Other than, you know, we have Facebook, but is there emails? Facebook's a great one. My son's the flag email. 
uh, czetterfield at sonsoftheflag.org, I believe it is. That's a great way to get in touch with me. My mom also, she's kind of like my... I don't want to call her my receptionist because she's in the room right now, and I have, I have to travel back home with her right she's now. She's staring at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> she just said you're number one. No, yeah, that's what that was. That's what that was. <laughs> getting in touch with her. Uh, she's DJ Sutterfield at sonsoftheflag.org. Uh, just getting in touch with us. And, you know, let us come to speak to your schools, your colleges, your universities. Let me just – Tell my story and answer questions, and I promise you it will make a difference on someone's life. Absolutely. And to bring up your mom also, she's our family Shout resource, out. Shout yeah, out. resource coordinator for Sons of the Flag. And so um, – What both of y'all are doing, it, it, just I, I, I couldn't commend, commend y'all more. I mean, the, the working with the individuals like yourself and then the families, just that – alone mm. let's say you weren't doing the brighter than the fire and you weren't going around but just that speaking with them and having being that kind of support group i can't mm. imagine how massive it is for them well yeah it, it's 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 we again going back to it it's that community yeah. yeah it's that sense of community that we build together and that we um we got burn survivors and burn brothers and burn sisters all over the place and we're just a big old burn family <laughs> <laughs> no what if you guys ever want to read a little bit more up on zach or dj or be like myself and just stare at Landon's photo. <laughs> you can go to Sons of the Flag. A, I need a new one no, up there. No, dude, please I, don't. Uh, like, please don't. That is that's that's, that's my that's my skinny photo. You I've gotten are a bit bigger. So sexy, and that muscular, photo. muscular. Yeah. He's got those muscles on him now. It, yeah, I've ha- I have shoulders now. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, you can go to Sons of the Flag dot org. Go to the About Us page. It's got their pictures, got their photos, and a little bit bit of their backstory, and then. Um, you can always reach out to them via email, and uh, if you can't reach them via email, you can get a hold of me or Landon. Absolutely. I, I don't remember my Sons of the Flag email off the top of my head, so Landon. It's should be Bemis at Sons of the Flag. It, I, Pretty sure. Try it. If it kicks it back, go to Landon. <laughs> yeah, just go to Landon at Sons <laughs> of the Flag. Either, either, you've gotten three different emails here, so yeah. and Sherry at Sons of the Flag. There's four. You, you'll yeah. remember one. One of them, right? <laughs> yeah. And if not, you know, find us on Facebook or anything. We'll, we'll get a hold of you. But, uh, like, if you get, you know, book Zach, get him out. Hero's message. Um, Get me busy working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's going to end up like Landon and he's going to be at home. <laughs> well, then, playing Fortnite all day, dude. Yeah, God. Make him put clothes <laughs> on I, just to leave the I house. I'm actually not a gamer. Okay, I'm actually not a gamer. He looks I'm, it, I'm, but he's not. I look it, but yeah. I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a gamer. My wife would end me. I tried to play the new Diablo for a few days and... I got so many glares. I was like, all right, I'm done. You, um, got, you had a Diablo in your house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. And Diablo. Yeah. She's from Colombia. I can do that. Yes. Yeah. No, Landon's a secret rapper. So yeah, that's, there that's, we go. that's his fame. But and I'm yeah. learning to play the drums, so soon I'll be able to make my own beats. Oh my so God. excited for you. So yes. excited for you. It's going to be fun. No, uh, yeah, book Zach. Keep him busy. Um, Sons of the Flag, we're, we're changing the world. Um, Zach's changing the world along with us and this is just it's been so cool when we first talked uh you didn't even have your your, no, your thumb right no, I didn't have a thumb and or now anything. now you look at him look at him he's yeah, <laughs> fully functional now i love it man yeah no just to see the progress from the first time i heard your story to where we're at now and to be able so to follow is. your personal page but also the zach sutterfield uh, recovery page um Dude, I'll be straight up with you. I use your photos and your story in a lot of my presentations whenever I talk to people. Well, I appreciate um, that. I, I love wish you could have been at FDIC because every time I was interviewed or talked to, like it was next year. I was like, 
Well, I wish you could meet him. Yeah. <laughs> Next year. Let me tell you about Zach. <laughs> no, I, I love what we do here at Sons of the Flag. And, and most importantly, I love what you're doing here at Sons of the Flag. I love, um, I, I feel like this is, you know, there's a lot of trials and tribulations that one has to go through in their life. You know, mine was specifically very challenging, but I feel like God has called me on this path to where I'm like, yeah, this is my goal in life. This is my mission. This is my MO. And it's kind of nice to have. And I'm very prideful of that i love it it's, yeah. it's a wonderful thing you know bird yeah. you know bird always talks about warriors and you know in the sealed teams man you're the warrior yeah you're a warrior um, you're, you're to me we talked about it earlier you know i i see you as a hero you for what you're doing um, my, my poor mother is gonna have to hear all this on the way home and be like yeah they call me a hero yeah. <laughs> yo ma pull over he, he yeah. compared he compared me to bird man <laughs> ma pull over real quick it's getting hot in here Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Um, I, I love talking with you. I love um, what you're doing. And we, well, couldn't have, you. we couldn't have had a better reoccurring guest. Well, I appreciate yeah. it. I'll, I'll, anytime y'all want me to. Yo, yeah. brother, you're, you tell us when you're ready yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. No, Any, we, anytime there's a there's an interesting topic, that'd be that'd be super fun to have. Cool, yeah, yeah we're, here. So we're coming up close to an hour. Yep. Um, I just want to give it to you, man. Give it some words. Sure. To our listeners, man. Um, yeah, we'll close that. We'll close out with you. Um, hey, y'all, listeners. Uh, first off, make sure you're checking your uh, fire alarms at home. If you haven't done that this month, make sure you're doing it. Uh, if you know you're someone, then you think that uh, what our message is and what my message is is applicable to you or to your group. Um, contact us. Let me come and speak. Let me come shake some hands and tell my story. Uh, anyone else else out there listening, just. Look at where you live and make sure it's safe. Make sure you're, where you lay your head down at night is safe and that your family's taken care of. That's all I can ask for, you know. Um, just big God bless and thanks to everyone listening. Rock and roll. Thanks, brother.